welcome to another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Big Country, as always, on the ear of the mic. It's me, boy. That's right. Say hello, Chris. Just kidding. So tonight's show is going to be a re- um, pretty pretty short show, shorter show, solid hour, maybe even 45 minutes. Not that there's a lack of anything to talk about. Uh, it's simply for the fact that my better half has been in California for uh, almost the past week. She comes back this Wednesday with our son, Storm Shadow. And um, I was discussing with Boya before we started recording, bachelor life, again, like in in your 30s, not fun, not great. (laughs) Not that much fun, actually. I don't know, man. Sometimes I dream about it. Well, I'll tell you (laughs) what. Like, Here's the thing is before I met my wife, mm-hmm. I had this little studio in uh, Ramona, mm-hmm. right? Very secluded. Um, this was shortly after, it was, it was during and after my motorcycle accident. Uh, I was an apprentice still, mm-hmm. and I would basically work, work all the overtime I could, usually 10-hour days, you know? Yeah. Um, the days that I wouldn't have school right after work, I would just go home, make spaghetti, <laughs> and I would play, I would play Battlefield One because that was like the newest game that was out. Yeah, until like eleven o'clock at night, crash, go to work, and just repeat. It was like rinse and repeat. I don't know, right? man. So far, you haven't said anything that that sounds terrible. No, no, that was it was fa- <laughs> it was a fantastic time. <laughs> I mean, it was great. It was, uh, you know, you could I could listen to music as loud as I wanted to because I had like no neighbors, right? Yeah, I could literally murder somebody. <laughs> and their screams would fall on deaf ears because no one would ever hear them. Jesus. Uh, yeah. I thought about it a couple times. <laughs> but um, now, being, like, older, I was like, oh, man. Um, I haven't done laundry. <laughs> uh, like, I have no leftovers. <laughs> There's, like, flies in the kitchen from, like, the dishes piling up. Yeah. My dog would like look at me. He's like, "Hey, so like, when's mom coming home?" Yeah. So is this the war you were talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit of. Uh, was it absence makes the heart grow fonder? Yeah, it's probably a little bit. Well, of that. especially because you know Storm Shadow's so little still. You don't want to yeah. miss anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He's been having a great time with the family. Uh, hanging out with yeah. all the Grant Pauls and would have would have liked to have gone and and seen them over there, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> it might have to be an exclusive. Like, yeah, I mean, you might have to pay like a dollar to hear that story. <laughs> um, actually, you know what? I uh, I I am planning on putting together that stream we were talking about, mm-hmm. um, where you'll have to pay to listen to just that one episode. Like, oh, got you. A dollar minimum donation or whatever. Or a donation, yeah, just because, um, you know, the content. Like, yeah. It will get you kicked off all the platforms. And (laughs) we don't want that. It'll get you fired. Before we talk about what we're going to talk about tonight, of course, WBCTaver.com. Hooligans, hooliganettes, that's where it's at. Five bucks a month, exclusive access to the episode first, audio version when it comes out, private RSS feed. Discord uh, rolls, special merchandise, discounts on the merchandise, discounts on the monthly membership, 
smoke break with Stefan Boya. Like, there's so many things coming out for five doll hairs, dude. I spent seventy dollars to watch a terrible boxing match on Saturday <laughs> night. You can spend five doll hairs to listen to what, like, forty episodes a month, like with yeah. all the episodes included. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely didn't spend seventy dollars on it. Um, I watched it for free ninety nine. And is that? Here's the thing, man. Um, I, I probably feel differently if I spent seventy bucks on it. Yeah, uh, there was some good fights prior too. I um, only I did, saw the I last did. two. Did you see the TKO from the, the gut the punches? No, I only no, the, saw the the female championship fight and then mm. uh, the Diaz Paul fight. Yeah, that Brazilian chick tuned up that Dude. toonie. I was like, "What? Why, how is this chick a, a professional?" <laughs> I think that was her retirement fight. <laughs> Shit. She's like, "Yeah, you know, I fucking uh, I get socked in the face a lot, but you know what? Uh, I'm from Brooklyn. I'm tough. You know, I don't back down." And she's like, "Her face is like, yeah, can't square the fight." <laughs> you need to go to the ER. <laughs> yeah, the other woman was gorgeous. Yeah, for like a boxer, you know, for someone that gets punched in the face for a living. Yeah, yeah, that's almost as bad as Mia Khalifa giving marriage <laughs> advice. What a fucking joke, dude! Like, <laughs> you had to have known that that was going to gone bad, right? Like, yeah, come on, come on. You've been married. What? What did she say? Twice and engaged once. Mm-hmm. I wonder why guys are like, I don't think this is going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's why not, does she keep trying? Like, she's talking you, about oh, marriage is just a piece of paper. Like, no, for you it is, clearly. <laughs> for a lot yeah. of people, it's not. I don't know how to say this respectfully. And this is a Christian show. Um, <laughs> you're a cum dumpster for <laughs> the camera. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah settle down like if if single hooligans if you're out there trying to find your fellow hooliganette and she starts a conversation with so i've been listening to a lot of marriage advice from mia khalifa <laughs> you should probably just ask wrap. for your check yeah wrap it ask yeah. for your check politely yes um you're you're potentially on a date with a lizard person is all i'm gonna yeah, that's what i'm saying there uh Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny, though. That was a good one. Um, get her some clicks. <laughs> Boof. That's not the only thing that gets her clicks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she's trying to she's trying to expand her audience, apparently. Like to Doctor Phil. What I don't know. What do you? <laughs> well, yeah. Like, come on. You really you, you really want us to listen to you on that one? <laughs> good. Like if someone. Like if someone's in a struggling struggling relationship, like just let's just say <laughs> that the the guy wants to get married, you know, the guy's talking about marriage and but the woman has had some past experiences, you know, not good ones. They we've all had them. Yeah. And she like have you ever okay, has your wife ever sent you like a, a Instagram video or a TikTok video through Instagram or something like that? Yeah. Uh, of her like trying to send you a message? Yeah. Without like sending yeah. you the like actually saying it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Okay, uh, if you're in that relationship and she sends you that video, <laughs> run. 
Yeah. Dun, 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 like that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Run. Dun, tie dun, tie dun, your dun. shoes up. Nice and tight. Kick your flip flops off. Throw on some fucking running shoes and jet. <laughs> She's not the one, Patna. We should do um, like a hooligan dating hour. Oh, do we invite like a hooligan and a hooliganette on and we like try and link them up? Yeah, or like we'll do like a live show and people can call in. Oh, like Loveline yeah. status. Yeah. That would be amazing. Bachelor number three, you're alive with the hooligans. <laughs> That'd be funny. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that would be really interesting. He's like, yeah, I really like this girl. Um, we've been dating for a while now. I met her parents. I'm really thinking about, you know, asking her to kind of get serious. But I don't know how she's going to take with me being a flat earther. <laughs> it's like... Because her dad is an astrophysicist. I'm like, let's so, get him. <laughs> her dad's on the line right now. Her dad's Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> okay. Uh, good segue. I've always... Hi. Hey. Um, Bell. <laughs> I've always thought Neil deGrasse Tyson was an idiot. Um, yeah. Because he talks out of turn a lot. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying he's, like, stupid. He's very well much... I mean, he's much more educated than I am. Yeah, as For far sure. as schooling goes, yeah. Yeah, like like as far as reading stuff in a book. <laughs> uh, he's got a little bit more than I do. Sure, I have a bias against what he talks about because he's like, it's pear, it's pear-shaped, a little pudgier at the sense, it's pear-shaped. <laughs> he actually even said that the water, like the reason there's a bulge around the earth as it spins is because the water sticks out. Mm. And I was like... The water's... Uh, the water sticks out. Yeah, like around the like picture a globe, mm -hmm. and it spins and it's bulgy right. at the at the center, like the, at the equator. And that's because the water is like pushing out of the earth, like as it spins. And it, but it just stays in the ocean. Gravity and shit, I guess. Oh, gravity. that would be the answer, supposedly. Yeah. Um, but when he came out with that video where he was like. X and Y chromosomes are not enough to determine yeah. your gender. And I was like, oh, you're fucking you're, supposed to be a scientist, dude. You are not a scientist at all. No, no. He's getting fucking a check cut to him. That's yeah, what that is. Dude, so is fucking uh, Henry's. What the hell? What the hell? You make fucking razors. Just Her fucking Harry's. make razors. Harry's. Oh, Harry's, not Henry's. Yeah. Well, you know what's fucked up is I have Harry's razors, dude. Me too. They're fantastic. Yeah, because I was like, dude, they were, this dude, is they nice did something machine. wild. They bought yeah. a German fucking blade machine yeah. things, factory <laughs> warehouse. They're like, we're nuts. We're gonna buy this. Yeah, and they produce good quality razor heads. They're affordable. Um, they're made in Deutschland. Yeah. Right. What's not yeah. to love? Women are dude. being topless at public pools in Germany. What's not yeah. to love? And then these dick bags, you know, I'd like, love to be a fly on the wall because I truly believe, I'd love to get your opinion on this. I truly believe that this is orchestrated. Yeah. They're being told to do this by somebody. Yes. Yes. That I, I, every, every big company has like that. I forget what the acronym is, but it's like some Department of Cunt. Equity or whatever, oh. right? So D Department of Diversity and Equity or some shit. So basically, 
all these major like publicly traded companies have to have this department within their HR department and they get guidelines on how to fucking act um, when it comes to social justice issues. And it's like, if you don't do it, there's a penalty of some sort. Um, and if you do cool. So all of these major co corporations have to fucking push this message because they're afraid of what the repercussions will be. But interestingly enough, most of the companies that go, yeah, we're not doing that. They end up fucking breaking the bank, dude. So if you want to make more money, even if it was just a tactical business move, why wouldn't you come out and go, fuck that. We're not doing it. Yeah. You know I mean? What's yeah. It, what, what doesn't make sense about it too is you have to rationalize to me that there's somebody in these board meetings going, you know what our razor company's lacking? <laughs> Representation of trainees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need, we need someone with a giant fucking Y-shaped scar on their chest to show you how to shave their face. Which, which I, okay. So, <laughs> first of all, you probably shouldn't be taking shaving techniques from a woman. I'm, I'm not saying they have an inept Preach. to shave. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, they maybe shave their a lot face. Of, yeah. Well, they shave a lot of sensitive areas. You sure know what they I mean? do. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I tell they you, make like, razors for that. I, I'm 33, big Illuminati here. Uh, <laughs> to this day, shaving my ball bag is a little, a little scary. A little, oh, yeah. You dude. know, getting down there in the Gooch area, it's, you know, you got to have a steady hand. You can't <laughs> have just drink a pot of coffee yeah. to go down there. So I just use a torch and burn it off, dude. <laughs> just hit it real Smart quick. Man. Couple Smart passes. man. Smart man. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't want to transition that yet. Whoops. Boop, boop. Um, so, uh, like, I really would have loved to have heard that pitch because <laughs> there's no way anybody was in there was like, there's one guy in the thank, back like, thank God. Oh, I just read <laughs> the room. Uh, but I, I will say, in my belief, I think it's incredibly disrespectful to show a woman who's had a mastectomy by choice yeah. Yeah. pretending to be a man because there are women out there that have no choice but to have a mastectomy because of breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And we know in society that a lot of women, that's that's kind of how you, you measure your womanness. Not, yeah. I mean, very, very surface level, very superficial. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a, it's a you know, first look type thing. Yeah, it's it's also like either like there's two things of 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 womanhood, right? It's like uh, having your first menstrual cycle and then like growing some chichis. Yeah, right. Like you're reaching the 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 pinnacle of womanness, and that is being able to bear children. Yeah. And those are the two things that you need to have, you know, have happened before you can yeah. really bear children. Not to say you have, you can't have breasts to have children, of course, but. It's where they they get yeah, their their feed and yeah. nutrients. Yeah, and and they get bigger when you do get pregnant. Um, but yeah, dude, it's yeah, it's, my wives are huge. <laughs> it's super insensitive uh, to put the put that out there and have it celebrated. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and I think that I think you're right. Like there's somebody in the boardroom going, "Hey, this is your next commercial," and. I think it's, I think they're told what to do, right? It's not like a fucking volunteer type thing, but the thing that they're doing is they're, they're making people angry at their brand. I don't know if they think like, Hey, we'll just launch a bunch of dumb shit and then maybe they'll just get tired of it and stop talking about it. And then we'll have 
they make it seem like there's millions and millions and millions of trans people in America. It's like less than 1% of the population. So you're not going to be gaining any new customers. You're going to lose a lot of fucking old customers, but you're not going to increase business by aiming it at such a fucking fine niche group of people. You know what I mean? So regardless of where your social stance is, it's a really stupid business move. It really is. You want to read the, I'll read you the article here. Uh, oh no, you know what? That's not the article. Man, I wonder if they've already pulled it. Probably. Oh wait, you know, here's one. Here's one. Uh, men's shaving ad goes against the grain with trans inclusion. Men's shaving ad goes against the grain with trans inclusion. You can you can shave to feel like you. Um, and there's someone in here with, of course. Uh, let's see this. This or let me share this. Let me share this on screen. Let me set up this screen share here because I actually had it set up for. The other video that I was going to share this tab instead. Um, yeah, it's it's really weird, man. That there's so many companies that are doing it, and they're making it sound like it's this organic movement, which clearly yeah. it's it's not. It, it's, no, it's truly all of not. it is so fucking forced. Yeah, it's all forced. It's all ridiculous. <laughs> See what I did there? Hi oh, <laughs> ridiculous. That's funny. <laughs> Um, here we go. So this article right here, uh, logotv.com men's shaving ad goes against the grain with trans inclusion. You can shave to feel like you, uh, this is a woman who chopped her tits off and takes hormones so she can grow facial hair because she can't do it on her own. Cause you know, she's not a man bigots. That's the first word right there. <laughs> bigots. Don't get yourselves worked up into a lather. What? Well, it's not a bigot. No, it's fucking stupid is what it is. Uh, Harry's, a subscription-based shaving company, recently released a new commercial that smoothly features a transgender. <laughs> did, it, did it smoothly? <laughs> oh, yeah, just like smooth. Smooth as a fucking cactus. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No fucking, issues at all. Smooth. That fucking 10-grit sandpaper. Yeah. The new spot, Shave or Don't, voiceover narration lists some reasons why modern men can shave. Now that's it. Modern now men. that it's become a choice. It's, what do you mean modern men? What do you mean? They're not men. Not even kind We can prove of. it. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the interesting thing is like, let's just say you're a trans woman and now you're a man. Clearly. I'm right. A, yeah. You're pretending to be a man, right? Mm -hmm. Um. And let's just say you, because most of them, I don't think like, um, flip their butthole inside out to make a penis or however you do it. I don't know. Whatever it is. Yeah. Lower you your know, like, belly button and flip it inside out. Yeah. Or like the doctor just plugs your nose and blows in your mouth yeah. and, you're, <laughs> and your Audi becomes an, your innie becomes an Audi, yeah. you know, <laughs> however that works. Yeah. You sneeze, but um, you hold it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a boy now. Yeah. That's why they tell you not to open your eyes when you sneeze. Yeah, <laughs> but um, imagine that's the case, and you are like, I'm a man. No, I'm a clearly I'm a, I'm a dude. Yeah, uh, and you get let's just say you get a fake one. Yeah, like a surgically like an made electronic fucking. Yeah, imagine, um, it doesn't get hard, right? Yeah, 
I, I don't, it can't. No. There's no way it can. No. And you can't come. No. You don't have vas deferens. No. And you got no balls. No sack. There's nothing. So just there. And I bet you it's like not fun to pee. <laughs> <laughs> just comes. Yeah, because you have to fucking stent all these new holes you're building. <laughs> so they don't fucking heal themselves. Like, you know, you, you get your tits cut off or you, you want a new hatchet wound. And they're like, your body naturally is going, what the fuck? Heal it. Close it up. <laughs> and the doctor has to be like, nah. And put in fucking stents to keep your wounds open so they can heal. And even then, they still try to fucking close after the wound is actually healed. It still tries to go back. You know what I mean? So, yeah, dude. They're not living life as a man. Men aren't living lives as women because they don't experience the same shit. They never will. No matter what Neil deGrasse Tyson says, no matter what fucking Bill Nye the Science Guy says. Bill no, Nye they, the Science Guy. Dude. And he used to be like a childhood fucking hero. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then he comes out and talks about how there's like over 200 genders and all this bullshit. Nope. Done. Yeah. It says here when the ad cuts to the shirtless trans man, not a thing, looking into the bathroom mirror while applying Harry's post-shave balm to his freshly shaved face. I didn't see him shave. Maybe that's the only place he can grow hair is right there. Yeah. On his Maybe it's a tattoo. I don't know. Maybe it's fake. Uh, you can shave to feel like you. His gender-confirming top surgery scars are visible. Not yeah, not confirmed. <laughs> it's not confirmed. There's only one way you can confirm he's a man. That's it. There's only one way. There's only one way. Yeah, fucking whip it out, dude. And if it's whip a hatchet it wound with a plastic sleeve in it to keep it <laughs> from fucking being a closed sore, then probably a, a, a real man... At one time, <laughs> yeah, a biological or, man, or there's a giant vagine and he's a she because she's a woman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Pretty, pretty self-explanatory. We're not here to question when, why, or how you shave, reads the YouTube copy. Quote, in fact, we're not even here to suggest you shave at all. Yeah, but if I you bet do shave, we're here for you. I'm going to see if their comments are still up, dude. Uh, well, you just lost a customer. Yeah, a hundred percent. From myself, I will not be participating in your fucking sideshow. And again, like you brought up, Boya, there's no way they're in there going, "This is gonna boost sales." Yeah, it can't be. Like they no, can't do the pitch. No. No. Let me see if I could find there. I'm gonna tr see if they have the video up still. Do they have a? They have a YouTube. Why do they have a YouTube channel? Fuck if I know. Check out more razors. Um, I don't see the video on their YouTube. Uh, but I think I sent you the video. Oh, yeah, I seen it. Yeah, the, I saw the... the. But they do have Harry's Pride 2022 onset interviews. So stupid. And the fact that I can shave my face really solidifies the fact that I'm a man, even though I have to take a hormone in order for the hair to grow there because it doesn't grow there naturally. I feel pretty vindicated. Yeah. 
It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Backwards, upside down. Upside and down. That fucking uh, lady man, man boy, biological female probably sadly end up committing suicide. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, and I don't want that to be because the case. The, no. And, and, but the issue is, is that like they don't get told, you know, the whole truth. People just say, yeah, you're going to feel better by doing this. You're going to be, feel better by removing something natural from your body. Accept me for who I am, but you can't accept you for who you Have are. This yeah, dude. It's, uh, it's pretty fucking wild. Yeah. So, um, Let's transition. <laughs> oh, dude, you're on fire tonight. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I will be here all night. That's right. Uh, for the next about 30 minutes, coming in with one-liners. Um, try the prime rib. And try. <laughs> hey, hey, let's give it up for the waiters out there. Let's give them a mission to tip them in. Keep the drinks coming. Um, so, Dirty Roto sent us this video. And I watched it, and I was like, fuck that's uh yeah and then we shared it in our story but let's watch it here obviously if you're watching you can see it but if you're listening listen carefully ready three two one play poster that exposes every conspiracy theory on the planet today we will unravel the truth on the retirement cycle the retirement cycle is exactly what it says the infinite blood-sucking time loop that we are all programmed to follow you are born to a social security number. Then you're indoctrinated through Rockefeller education. If you choose not to go, your parents go to jail. After you are all programmed up, you are ready to pay to learn how to work for somebody else. After you learn how to do that, you make your way into adulthood. Congratulations, you did it, debt slave. Now you work that nine to five, have a family, and pay your bills. When your kids grow old enough, you send them through the exact cycle that you just went through, not even second-guessing it. Time goes on, and you become old. Retirement. After being a slave your entire life, you can now live out the rest of your decaying days, sitting and doing nothing. This is called the retirement cycle. You, as well as everyone you know, is going through it right now. Have this Okay. That's not even a conspiracy. No. Like, that's real life. <laughs> so, 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 even if you are like a God, conspiracy theories are so stupid, right? That's like titled as a conspiracy yeah. theory. It's not. Yeah, no, they like, just call things that sound ridiculous conspiracy theories now. So, if you yeah. were to explain that to somebody, right? Which none of that is is false. That n nothing that they said was a lie. It's not made up. Mm -hmm. They would still be like, Dude, "That's fucking crazy conspiracy theory." Yeah. Oh, cool. What are you doing right now? Going through college. Cool. How much did it cost you? Well, I'm up to like two hundred and seventy-five thousand. Oh, sweet. Um, what's your first job going to be? Unpaid intern. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. And so you're learning how to work for somebody else. Yeah. Right. He and said they go the and do that. And it's a fucking vicious cycle. And I yeah. and a dude, every every day. That goes through my mind at least once. Uh-huh. And it's terrible, dude. Especially like, you know, I get up and leave and my daughter might be awake. You know, why do you have to go to work? Oh. And I and I fucking tell her, like well, it's the only way that we can honey, there's this guy named <laughs> listen, John D. Rockefeller. Listen. And yeah, the um... world is run by lizards. And <laughs> yeah. 
thing is, right, is I haven't figured out how to offset our debt yet through <laughs> the Social Security uh, yeah. fraud of the corporation that's operating yeah. as our straw man. And so, honey. Um, <laughs> and she's writing this all down. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Daddy, how do you spell constitution? <laughs> so once I free my straw man, baby. <laughs> Daddy's staying oh. home. Yeah. <laughs> now you can also help us stay home with our children by subscribing to WBCTavern.com for five dollars a month. Yeah. Heck yeah. So yeah, that dude, way we can that, do topics uh, every day. Yeah, dude. And and more smoke break. That's a pretty fun show, actually. It really is, dude. I'm I'm yeah. enjoying it. And you're uh, the the hooligans. I I think are going to enjoy it because I haven't released them yet. I'm going to release them uh, tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we got some in the but that they're short. I think last week uh, was probably our longest episode, but they're short. Um, you, I think you even converted Steph into a flat earther, dude. Dude, it's not hard. We, we didn't talk about that. We didn't talk about that uh, last week. It's not hard. It's not yeah. hard. Yeah, um, she was like, I mean, well, it didn't help because uh, she's like, well, so like, what about this? And I'm like, all right, well, here's what the Bible says. And she's like, fuck. <laughs> and then she's like talking to you and she's like, oh, my God. Oh my God! All I right, think I, I'm gonna I throw up. She goes, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna throw up." <laughs> She's like, "I think I think I'm a flat earther now." <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a lot to goes that goes into it, right? And I think one of the best things is to never be convinced by one thing, right? It's always to keep asking questions because, like, I still ask questions too, especially as the more I get like into the scientific aspect yeah. of it. Um, and totally, dude, I was going to save this for Flat Earth Friday, which I am because um, this episode won't air before Flat Earth Friday. Okay. Um, but a, a, a co-worker of mine, guy on my crew, good guy, he's at a Mike in Georgia, um, asked me about this. He sent me a couple of videos and he's like, man, I was already I was already thinking about Flat Earth before you had ever, I ever met you and you brought it up. Right, because I talked to my guys on, on the crew about it. <laughs> All right, yeah. everyone, listen up. Gather around, please. It's Flat yeah. Earth Friday. So it's Flat you know Earth Friday. Means. You know what that means. If you don't finish your, your shit on time, you're going to hear me talk about Flat Earth. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so he sent me a couple um, couple videos, and he was like, this is like he, he feels that this is a, a, a big problem. And I, I'm he's not wrong on the surface looking at it, right? Mm -hmm. But this guy... Um, he has a, he has a YouTube channel called Mr. Lund science. And, um, he made this video five years ago, but he is attempting to create a series of videos and he, he probably has been doing it for a while. Again, this is five years old, but to disprove flat earth. Right. Mm -hmm. So imagine someone who's single-handedly trying to disprove, disprove this uh, theory of the earth that's been around since i don't know the dawn of reason uh, how, how long has his been cha his channel been active uh oh let's see if i can open that link it's been active since let's see about um joined in 09 oh okay damn yeah mm -hmm. so he's been around since the good old days yeah and he he claims to be a teacher which i'm not i'm not denying that he is um, however, I wanted to show this on screen again. I'm going to do a whole flat earth Friday about it, but what I was going to do is speed it up to about 1.75. 
and then show you he what he does is so the claim in flat earth is that as the sun moves uh from the east up over our heads high noon back to the west sets mm-hmm. right it is just going too far away for us to see disappears from the bottom up right right so he makes this experiment to where he takes his camera zooms it all the way in zooms the focus all the way in and then creates a solar lens mm-hmm. um, out of like 3D glasses with uh, like a wire mesh over it. Okay. And then he puts like a a dot, like a like a dot of um, paint, okay. like a small dab of paint in the center. And then he holds it to where the dot on the glasses is centered on his lens, mm-hmm. and he counts the mesh over. Like oh, how many okay. mesh lines are there? Mm-hmm. Um, because if the sun is changing in angular size, you should be able to measure that. Right. Okay. However, this is incredibly, uh, whoops, sorry about that. Incredibly flawed. And I will demonstrate how real quick, cause I do want to, uh, I do want to save it for the, the good stuff. But of course there's two videos that I have to cover cause <sighs> There's two of them, so. Um, <clears throat> but uh, there's a there's a couple different things wrong with it. But it's but it is a dishonest. Exp- it's not a te- it's not an experiment mm-hmm. because there's parameters to experiments which he does not have. It's mm-hmm. a test. Um, but I will go ahead and let's. See, I just want to make sure the video is cropped correctly so I don't. Doesn't look like I'm chopping something out because they'll watch it and be like, "See, he's leaving stuff out." <laughs> edited, it, edited it. Like, no, dude, I'm not even that good at editing. So, jokes on you. All right, here we go. We're gonna play it 1.75 speed. Only the most intense light can actually get through. So you can see, if you put them in front of a light bulb, there is still enough intensity to be able to see some of what's going on. They black out so much light that when you look at the sun with these, you can actually see the edge. You can kind of hear what he's saying, right? Yeah. Who's doing any measurements of the sun size should be using solar filters. Now, I'm going to be able to see the edge of the sun, and thus I'll be able to see the actual size. But the thing is, how am I actually going to make a measurement? That's where these little screen patch kits come in. we got a tiny little grating here. We're going to be able to use this to inadvertently measure the visual width of the sun. Now, also, to help standardize some of this experiment, we're going to use a little bit of this whiteout, just a dab. That's whiteout. One of the central boxes. That way, that can serve as my central square. I couldn't remember what it was. And then just for convenience sake, once we're done, we're going to tape that screen to the glasses. That way, it won't be moving. A little piece of plastic bag under here just to make sure the whiteout doesn't get anywhere else. Choose a mostly central square here and just a little dot. Okay, now we let Super that dry. Super precise. And when we're done, Super. this will be the central dot that I'm going to try to line up into the center of the sun every time we shoot. And that also means since this will be taped in position on the solar viewer glasses, it's never going to be rotated one way or the other. We'll always be using the same horizontal row. We are already dry. That didn't take long at all. Okay, next part. Okay, yeah, so he tapes, it, he tapes it on the glasses, right? There you have it. We are ready to measure the sun. All right. So with our measuring tool in hand, Last year, August 18th, 2016, I was the same vantage point at three different times uh, during the day. Let me, let me, uh, and now I offer up to you scoot it up a little bit. Because what he does is he, so you can see, he uh, tapes the, the glasses to the camera there. Uh, not to the camera, he holds them. But what, I'll pause it real quick. What he does is he isolates the hole, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not seeing the whole frame of the glass, it's just this hole. Oh, okay, okay. But you'll we'll you'll see it here. You can see also with the camera that when I have the solar viewer in place, put it in place. Depending upon how the camera's focused, we can get a different size of sun, and we don't want that. So autofocus while recording is gonna be turned off. That way we can get a constant focus, same size, standard size for each experiment. 
So I'm going to bring the lens all the way out, and I've got the focus all the way out. When I do that, I'm able to see both the sun, and I'm also able to see the grading on the screen. So according to the Flat Earth idea, the sun is relatively close to the coin-shaped Earth, and in the morning, when it's just risen, it is quite far away compared to where it will be. At Let's go ahead and take a measure. There's my grading. Now we're going to move the screen so that way that little whiteout dot. Okay. So you see here on screen, right? Right. So he's centering the white dot the best he can in the center, right? So there's a margin of error, obviously. Mm -hmm. But this hole right here, he made this hole on the glasses. Mm -hmm. Because if there wasn't a hole there, this would all be still the sun. Yeah. Right? So I'll show you. Let it keep going here for just a couple of minutes. Right there in the middle. That's pretty good. And you'll just focus that. And then if you were to count, right, you count one, two, three, four, five total. Yeah. Right. Okay. So then he does it again. I'll just kind of fast forward it here to high noon. I'll okay. just actually, I'll make this now, two. two. Okay. He finds the dot again. Tries to center it. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. He does it when the sun is setting. Same thing. Finds it. Now, this is the important part because he shows you the glasses. Now, if it's not immediately clear to you how this graphic stays to the heart of the flattered idea, well, don't worry. We're going to go home and talk about it a little bit. Oh, let's pause it right there. So, you see the hole? Yeah. The white op. The mesh. Okay. Okay, that's all we need to really need to watch there. Okay, the problem with this is because of the hole that he cut in the glasses, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how much mesh you put in. Yeah, you will only ever count. Much. You'll only ever count five ever. Yeah. yeah. So that would be the equivalent of if I had like a paper towel roll. Mm -hmm. And I put two fingers in front of it, right? Yeah. I will only ever see two fingers no matter what. Yeah. And I was like, this is a dishonest test. Yeah, 100%. There should, there sh that hole should be bigger than the sun, right? So you have an outline of the sky behind it. Right. So then you can actually count the way it travels. Right. Yeah. You got, that fits in the circle. <laughs> That's all you're going to see ever is yeah. the scripted world is going to fucking pause this and be like, look. He's uh, yeah, totally. Right. Well, but think about it. Like, what if you did that exact same experiment right? and you were using that to measure the ground? Yeah. And you look down, you're like, oh, I guess it's only five grid squares wide. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. That's what he's saying. The fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah. That's that guy's a, a teacher. Good, yeah. That's not a very good experience. I guarantee you he saw that from someone else. On the internet. Yeah, that was like, guess. oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. And that'd didn't think like, guess. no, dude, you're you're only giving us that much. That's yeah. all we can see. You're <laughs> you not can letting only, us see anymore. You can only ever see that much. Actually, you know what? Let's, uh, let's, let's go back real quick. I just want to see something because there was one point, I think at high noon, when he was trying to get it centered and he couldn't, like he was trying to find the center of the white dot. Mm -hmm. Okay, pause it right there. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Still five. Moves it around. Oh. One, two, three, four, five. 
Yeah. Three, Who's around that's one? A good oh. one? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah. Right. So, uh, when I saw that, my buddy was like, oh, he's like, I do. I think this is a problem. And I was like, no, I can pick it apart in two minutes. Yeah. And it's funny because he sent me that. And I was actually playing Hell Let Loose this weekend. <laughs> and I, Pods. <laughs> yeah. Well, I only, uh, I mean, I only play as the Germans or whatever. But, it's, <laughs> but and, and uh, he sent me this and I read the text as I'm playing and I go, I'm currently uh, playing as a national socialist shooting allies right now but uh <laughs> let me finish this up and i'll uh, watch the videos yeah and take a look and i finished watching him and i was like oh dude this is really easy there's another one that he did fucking why not i'll just show you that one too why not dude Shit. let's let it rip yeah let it rip and then how about we wrap it up with talking a little bit about what you and steph discussed on the last smoke break okay yeah um i think that would be a fun way to do it here like i gotta send a link through Instagram so that way I can find it easily. Um yeah man, I have a some 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 different things planned for actually for smoke break for you guys um with how the static background will look while you're recording. Heck yeah. It'll actually oh damn it. I'm like video calling myself through <laughs> Instagram. I didn't mean to do that. Um yeah, so it'll look really nice uh, next time you guys do it. I'm kind of working on all that stuff. Nice. So, oh, fuck me. I didn't mean to. Cl I opened it and literally closed it. So <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Okay. So, he goes through the claim of Flat Earth that talks about how um, basically there would be no sunset on a Flat Earth. Like, which is a ridiculous argument to make because we all know that the further you get away yeah. from something, the smaller it gets, and then it usually drops off from the f your feet first, bottom first, yeah. basically. Yeah. So he does this experiment to where he says, um, I can demonstrate that actually things disappear from the bottom up due to curvature, which I would agree with. Yeah. Right? Things actually do disappear from the bottom up from curvature, obviously. But also, at the same rate, things disappear the further they get away on a flat surface due to perspective. Yeah. Right. So, um, this is... Share this tab instead. This is this little experiment that he does. So, he has these train tracks. Uh, train tracks are um, uh, not always flat, right? They can go, right. uh, obviously, up hills and, and down yeah. hills and stuff like that. Bends and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is fairly, fairly um, flat, fairly level. Um, and I don't know if you can... Can you see my cursor on the window? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you look at where I'm pointing here, this would be the. This would technically be the vanishing point. Yeah, where you this stop could also, seeing the train tracks. Yeah, exactly. This right. could also be considered uh, the horizon here. Mm -hmm. from, from our vantage point, this would be considered the horizon. This yeah, cut for, off line. For, the, for that object, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, these train tracks don't run into each other. Mm -hmm. That's just how our eyes view things. It's called the law of perspective. Yeah. Okay. So I have it at two times speed. What he's doing here is he's walking, doing different positioning. Flat Earth enthusiasts. The general idea, though, is that as their sun moves away, it gets smaller, like you see here, and right. eventually disappears into a vanishing point. They say that when you see a sunset, you are seeing the sun go into its vanishing point because of the law of perspective. But keep in mind, these are just art class terms. There's not an iota of actual science in them. Now, as I move away, I see the sun getting smaller, but I don't see any of it becoming obscured, especially the bottom half. 
even this far away, and I know it's tough to make out, I can still see my legs, which of course are below the edge of my poster board sun I made. And I know this isn't perfect, but here's five okay. to show. Perfect. These are all the measurements that he took. Yeah. Right? This one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. I get why he switched the sides of the train tracks because yeah. photographically it would block each other, right? Right. It makes sense. But um, but I know you're not necessarily like a flat earther or, or super I'm, well I'm, versed in this. I'm, I'm leaning, but I'm I'm leaning and, I'm and you. curious. You. You're flat yeah. curious. I'm flat curious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, based on what we just talked about. Yeah. Right. What did he not do? To demonstrate he, that this would disappear. He didn't take it all the way to the vanishing point. Correct. Because <laughs> so he, zoom, he zooms in, and if you go back to that zoomed-in frame, that train track starts to veer to the to the left. But mm -hmm. flat earthers have done this exact same experiment on a flat horizon over the ocean with boats. Let me see. Yeah, let me see if, the, uh, if I can find... Ah, there it is. See? It starts to curve it to the left. It starts to curve to the left. Now, you could still say at this point... Yeah, uh, that's right fair. here. Absolutely. Right? But so, he, he's, what he's saying is that that isn't getting smaller. But based on my perspective, it is smaller. Well, he, what he said was, he said it is getting smaller based on your perspective, but it's right. not disappearing from the bottom up. Right, but... He tells you that they say that when it gets to the vanishing point, and he skips that part. Yeah, he doesn't go to the vanishing point. I, I'm wondering if he did and, and went, was like, fuck, fuck, this is right. done. Let's just edit it <laughs> and leave it. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty no, funny. It's, yeah, you kind of kind of got to finish it to prove it wrong, right? But we've mm. all seen the one where someone has this dope-ass Nikon, and they see a ship, and the ship disappears. And then they zoom in and they're like, you see, you can see it like the closer you get. And it's not because it's the water is like curving down. It's because my perspective only lets me see so far. Yeah. You know, you, know what what's, mean? you know what's crazy about that, dude? The crazy thing about that, again, this is just from years of like studying this and refining these arguments. The craziest thing is that when that happens, mm -hmm. because they, they used to say, a ship goes over the horizon because of the curvature of the earth. Well, then when we zoom in and it's even worse if you use infrared because yeah. it cuts out refraction. Yeah. If you zoom in and you bring any of the, any of the ship back in, right. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're not zooming over the curve. So that, that right. debunks that claim automatically. But what they say is no, actually because of refraction, it's lifting the image back into your view right so so then the claim is okay so then it's not being physically blocked by the curve of the earth it's creating an exact double yeah <laughs> into thin air yes okay. which there are really weird things that happen because of the oh, of atmosphere over the ocean like uh, i forget what it's called um damn it we were like a, a few weeks ago well, yeah, it's a mirage, but there's something, there's a name for it. It's where the image is flipped upside down. Oh, yeah. Or it like, looks uh, like the ship is actually floating in the sky. Yeah. Um, and I fucking can't remember what it is. We talked about it a few weeks ago on Jaren's show. Um, so obviously weird things happen, yeah, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. But yeah, if... That's, that's Like if you're out in the desert, right, and, you, and there's a fucking two-lane road, 
at some point because of the refraction uh, and depending on the time of day and how hot it is, it'll start to look like that road kind of goes uphill. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? Or it might look like it's going downhill. It just depends on on yeah. the, uh, the heat and the time of day. But that oh. doesn't mean it's real. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but if I could see a ship like because it doesn't do that with a car. Right. Exactly. You know, um, it's it's very unique to water because water does really, really interesting things. Right. Um, did you ever did I ever tell you about Gravity Hill by my parents house? No. Okay, so if you're going to Oak Glen from Yukaipa, uh-huh. uh there's a road there that they call Gravity Hill. Now, optically, it literally looks like a fucking sloped hill. Yeah. But if you go to the bottom of that hill and you put your car in neutral, depending on which direction you're facing, you will either roll backwards up the hill right. or you will roll up the hill. Yeah. Right? They call it Gravity Hill. It's actually just an optical illusion. Yeah. That it's not going downhill. It's or I'm sorry, it's not going uphill. It's technically going downhill. It just looks like a slope. Yeah. And it's it's um I I would be surprised that if there wasn't some type of like vortex there creating mm-hmm. some type of energy to produce that kind of illusion. Yeah. Uh but I bet you if let me see if there's an, actually an article about it. Well, we see them with those like weird little cabins where you know you put a ball at the bottom of this slope and it rolls uphill, and it's uh-huh. just because of the magnetic frequencies and and the way the fucking place is situated and stuff. It looks like you're, you know, walking up a wall or something. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's it's really interesting. Um. I want to share this one right here. Yeah, so there is a gravity hill located on Oak Glen Road in Yucaipa, California. According to some sources, a group of teens were killed at this location due to a curse put on the road by a wicked witch who lived nearby. I'd fucking buy that too. Right. The car rolls uphill because the dead teens push other cars out of the harm's way. I have heard of that one too. Mm. Um, there is also a staircase that leads to nowhere. Never heard of that one. Hmm. To get to this gravity hill, follow uh, Glen Glen Helen Road until you pass two consecutive railroad tracks. When you pass a third set, go to the stop sign that's about a hundred feet ahead and stop on the line. If you put your car the car in neutral, it should roll uphill. It does roll uphill. I can guarantee it. Yukaipa um, Ridge is a ridge in San Bernardino County with an elevation of four thousand nine hundred feet, so it's really high above sea yeah. level too. Uh, the only reason I can say that I can guarantee that it does is because I've done this. Yeah. Right? I've done it myself. So um, really, really weird. Obviously just an optical illusion. Yeah, it is fucking, fucking witch curse. <laughs> I'm not taking that off the table. Fucking witches, man. Witches be tripping. Witches be tripping. I'd be I'd be willing to believe a witch curse over gravity. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> At this stage of the game. <laughs> um, For real. So let's get to wrapping the show here. Uh, you and Steph had a smoke break. Yeah. This past weekend. Yeah, so I discussed with her um, her thoughts on space and the moon and uh, Antarctica, and I kind of dropped a little bit of knowledge. We talked about sky ice, um, oh, I, the that's ice a good one. wall, and, and how that shit all works. And um, I had found this interesting story about this guy who was trying to, they, they, this company who was like, all right, we're going to fucking drill through the ice wall. Right, because they tell everybody, oh, all the scientists are down there just fucking researching ice, just glaciers and ice stuff. Right, 
and uh, this dude that was down there, kind of like a liaison or photographer or something like that. Uh-huh. And he's like, I got to get along with this one guy really well. And he let me hold the sky ice and it was super fucking cold and this and that. It was really light and it was pliable. Um, And then it would evaporate into pure oxygen. And then he was talking about how the um, they they weren't really down there to fucking research ice, but they were going to drill through because there's a fucking wall of sky ice that goes all the Mm -hmm. way up to the sky. And it's sky blue, looks just like fucking outside when you wake up in the morning. So they got this big um, boring truck and they tried to fucking bore a hole in it. And they said they started to bore and they were making some progress, but it was really slow going and it went to nowhere. They never fucking made it through to anything. It just kept going. So at a certain point, they had to abandon the machine. Well, the ice hole that they bored started to seal back up. And they're like, well, fuck, like, we don't know what to do, you know, global warming, I guess. But they never could, like, get to the other side, no matter how hard they tried. And then um, we talked about the moon. I told her I think the moon, regardless, because she talks about, you know, well, in creation story, God creates the moon for night and the sun for day and blah, blah, blah. I said, regardless of what the truth is, the moon is fucking weird. It's super strange. There's not one thing that I hear or see about the moon. Hold on, boy. I lost you at when you said uh, they were attempting to bore through the ice. Okay, yeah. So and then start... you froze, disappeared, and you came back. Oh, you froze and disappeared and come back. You, so you did. <laughs> no, I you did. So so they tried to bore through this to see if they could break through to another side or how far they could get. And I forget the distance they made it, but they didn't get fucking anywhere. And then the hole started to slowly close back up. Mm-hmm. Like it was like healing itself, right? Listening. And then, uh, so she was like, well, fuck. Because I said, yeah, the Antarctica, they're not, Antarctica isn't a snowy island at the bottom of the fucking earth. It's around us. That's why you can walk up to a wall. That's why there's sky ice walls, you know? So she's like, okay, then that's the, the firmament, right? God separated water from water with the dome. I said, yes. So then we were talking about the moon, right? And then I said, regardless of what or or when or when the moon got here, whatever, it's weird. Okay? We only see one side of it. We never see the back side of it. We know that there's rust on the surface because you could see the color of rust, which means that there's metal either underneath the surface or heavy metal deposits in in the surface of the d- dirt or whatever. Um, it vibrates like it's hollow. Um, just weird shit, right? There's all kinds uh-huh. of strange things with the moon. And then I hit her with the soul trap. And she was like, fuck. Give but, me the soul trap. So the soul trap basically is you die, right? And then, you know, archons, demons, aliens, whatever, are disguised as fucking Mima and Pop Pop. Come to the light. Come here. And that's really the light of the moon. And it sucks you in. They fucking wipe your memory. They put you back in line. They go, all right, pick who's going to fucking squirt you out next. And then they send you back. And 
that's it. And you fucking play the game again. And it might be in a different timeline. You know, it might, it'll be in a different era, whatever. You might come back as a fucking sea lion. Who knows? But that's kind of like the cynical way of describing reincarnation. Um, you know, but the soul trap, basically the overall theme of the soul trap is that you cannot escape. And they claim that if you're uh, prior to the soul trap, if you died, you would basically turn into like this, like your we, we know that your soul is your soul and your mind are energy, right? Mm -hmm. We're just like a meat mech machine that our fucking brain is working and moving around. Once you die, that energy leaves and then moves on to a different plane. Well, they won't let you move on. They want to keep you here. That's also kind of where like prison planet type shit comes in. Um, it can mm. get kind of fucking murky, but mm -hmm. but like we've heard of, you know, the Tibetan Book of the Dead where they say like this is how you reincarnate. So her and I, we kind of got into a little bit of an argument because I was trying to explain like it, that ancient texts, like Sumerian texts, they never talk about the moon. Mm -hmm. There's cave drawings where there's no moon depicted. There's a sun depicted, but there's no moon. Yeah. So, you know, even before written language, there was no display of what's outside at nighttime. Uh -huh. And she did bring up a valid point. You know, if we were fucking cavemen or we were that primitive to where we had to build shelters, maybe no one went out at night. I said somebody had to go out <laughs> at some time and go, what the fuck is that giant ball of light in the sky? You know what I yeah. mean? So, you know, very easily, it could have also been the situation where she's right. Nobody went outside. And then right. one dude went outside and was like, ah, <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm not telling anybody, <laughs> you know, but like I said, regardless of when the moon was there, if it was there during uh, God's creation story or whatever, it's just weird. You know what I uh -huh, mean? Right. And I agree. I agree. It's, it's just it's a fucking anomaly, you know? Yeah, the moon is weird, and I think it, it, it is super dishonest for anybody to say we exactly know what the moon is. Of course, like, obviously I don't believe in the moon landing. Like, it's 2023. Yeah, no, that's that's dumb. That's like, dumb. Grow up. Grow up, Peter Pan. <laughs> grow up, Peter Pan. But what they say is they have what's called spectroscopy, mm -hmm. and that is basically a field. Test your prostate, right? After, yeah. Like, uh, close closely oh. related uh <laughs> it's basically the test to determine what something is in its gaseous form right so you take uh something whatever mm -hmm. it may be you break it down into its gaseous form and you run a bunch of filters through it and then when you shoot um uh, i forget what uh, exactly what it's called you shoot something at it and it gives one of three things it's either absorption emission or constant okay um and so they burn at different temperatures mm -hmm. based on what color they are gives us an idea of what exactly it's composed of. Right. Right. You have to run a certain amount of controls to, to ensure that there's no pollutants in between the thing and the source of light, whatever mm -hmm. that is. Right. You can't make sure that there's nothing else in there because it would give you a skewed result. And then you would say, okay, that this is, this is possibly made of X, Y, and Z, but Z might have been like a pollutant of some sort. Okay. That's why they run all these filters. Yeah. They have to do it in a closed, like a closed machine. Mm -hmm. It's called a spectrometer. 
They also say that they do this called the that so that's terrestrial spectroscopy. Mm-hmm. They do something called celestial spectroscopy, where they do the same test, but they look at something in the sky, shoot the thing, and it comes back a certain color, and they go, "Oh, we know what that's made of because yeah. we know what color that is." Although there was no control between no. <laughs> where they claim that thing is in the sky and everything in between it and everything in between it. Right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's not the same fucking thing. Yeah. But again, this is like what they determine science to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. And, but, silly. Well, yeah, because remember science used to be like very tight parameters. These are the controlled tests. These are the results we get outside of the control test. Now we can compare them. Now they're just like, I don't know, dude's blue. So, but they went through a fucking airplane emission, uh, brisket smoke, uh, a fart. You know what Chem I mean? Chemtrails. Chemtrails. Uh, dust. Yeah. Uh, a swarm of bees. Fucking right. whatever. Uh, micro asteroids <laughs> zipping 77,000 miles through. <laughs> yeah. Right in front of it. Yeah, yeah. Those, I would imagine that's the noise it makes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So, yeah, it's fucking strange. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a fun show. Uh, I think she enjoys it. And Hell yeah, we get into so next next week we're gonna do a little paranormal. Uh, kind of get off the edge a little bit. Okay, cover some paranormal stuff. I've been I've been trying to get her to bite on some cryptid stuff. But okay, okay, we're gonna do, yeah. We're gonna do so, that. um, before we wrap the show, I want you to tell that story about your nephew's oh, uh, man. breakdown. But hooligans, if you're wondering what we're talking about, smoke break. Now, the first two episodes, uh, you will get on the main show just so you can get a taste of what you're bump, little bump, look, <laughs> give it a little Hunter Biden, you know what I'm saying? A little, <laughs> little, yeah. f- little dust on the fingernail, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Test the product. See how you yeah, like it. Uh, Makes same. my face numb. Uh, and that show is available on WBC Tavern. Moving forward, if you want to listen to that one, of course, you can listen to everything else that's there, plus all the documentaries, five bucks a month. Hell yeah. Boy, yeah. break down Man. the fisticuffs. Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, my nephew playing, you know, summer league, rec league, lacrosse. Lacrosse? Most, most all his... Uh, all his teammates from high school. Okay. So a couple of weeks ago, they played this team, fucking all rich kids from like Rancho Santa Fe area. Duh. Um, this is a place in San Diego where extremely wealthy people live. Okay. Right. So they're all fucking silver spoon fed dickheads. Pussies. So when they played um, the last time, this team had three times as many kids. Um, half of my nephew's team was out on, on a tournament. So they had a lot of underclassmen, a lot of first year players, and they got fucking waxed. Right. Which was to be expected. I mean, they played their asses off. Just the other team had every single one of their players, all fucking, you know, JV and varsity kids playing. So fucking they get waxed throughout that game. There's a lot of going back and forth. Like these guys would score on a team who, you know, these kids are dying because they have nobody to sub out for them. <laughs> and they would like 
chest bump, fucking throw their sticks and like, ah, just gather in the field. Like they were getting penalty after penalty because of their celebrations. Um, at one point, uh, one of the kids just fucking hacks our, one of our other kids in the, in the fucking helmet. Right. So the kid turns around, like throws his hands up and the kid gets in his face from the other team, pushes our kid. Now it's on, right? We're, Just, we're, dude, I'm fisticuffing. Dude, scrum. So we're at SDSU, and we're watching the game. So the back of Tony Gwynn Stadium uh, overlooks like a soccer field that they use for lacrosse. It's in between Tony Gwynn Stadium and uh, their football field. Yeah. So we're on the, on the top of the back of the bleachers, um, uh, back of the seats where Tony Gwynn Stadium is watching behind the field. And they're going nuts, dude. So, like, they break them apart. And then it happens again, like five minutes later, but it's bigger. So they fucking pull them all apart. And then it's just basically the refs talking for the next like two and a half minutes. And then the game's ended. Right. Uh So my nephew's head coach, he wasn't there. He was at the tournament. Everybody's kind of fucking bummed because these guys acted like assholes. You know, there was zero sportsmanship. Um, they were fucking chanting after the game, like talking shit to our kids. It was terrible, dude. So it was like, okay, whatever. We're going to have to see them again. So this Sunday, um, my nephew had to play a double header. If they won the first game, then they would play in the championship game against this fucking team. Mm. So they win the first game. Second game comes, here come all these assholes are wearing like crispy white jerseys, fucking gold helmets. Just, dude. What do you know today? Yeah. So some of the parents, you know who they reminded me of, dude? Uh, Was the team that the Ducks fucking hated, right? That Banks was originally a part of. Oh, the the Blackhawks. Yeah. They're the the Blackhawks. No, they're the Hawks. The Hawks. They are the Hawks. They are the Hawks, dude. And What did you do? My job. <laughs> Jesus fucking. Um, so th- they're the Hawks, dude. So they show up and they're fucking all gay and, you know, dancing and shit. And they fucking, it was a close game. Uh, they ended up, our, my nephew's team ended up losing three to two. The sec or their third score shouldn't have count. The other team, their third score shouldn't have count because he couldn't shoot in the crease, which is the circle where the goalie plays. Right. Got inside and shot and scored. This fucking ref on the closest side of the field was terrible. He was giving them all the calls. Even if it was clear that it was our team's ball, he would give it to the white team. And oh, it was boy. fucking yeah. So the other ref like had to continuously check this guy, like, hey, dude, no, it's their ball. No, it's a foul on them. No, this guy gets that. You know what I mean? So it was terrible. See where his alma mater was. Exactly. So then fucking uh, I'm like, damn, some of these kids are getting kind of chippy, right? So me and Mike are like, hey, you remember last time? Like, if it goes down, we're going to the field. Boy is like wrapping his knuckles and foil. (laughs) So Mike's like, yeah, 100%. We're going, dude. So it's the last like 23 seconds of the game. This kid, fucking our team, when they're on, um, when they're on our side of the field, the white team had the ball. He ends up fucking knocking the ball out, scooping it up, and launching it downfield to to the white team side of the field. Our kid catches it, rushes the net, boom, shoots, and it got blocked. Right, 
good effort. Um, just nothing you can do about it. Kid blocked it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're kind of like looking to see where the ball's going after that, that shoot on the goal. And then I see my nephew on the far side of the field, like pulling kids out of a pile dog pile. And I'm like, Oh shit, what's going on? What the fuck happened down there? Yeah. So like some people are like, Oh, they fucking rushed this kid because he scooped up the ground ball after he knocked it loose. And they fucking like dog piled on him. Well now coaches and shit are jumping in. Parents are getting up from their seat on the far sideline. So me and Mike are like, dude, it's game time. Let's go. So we fucking run down. We get on the field. And I'm like, all right, dude, who's who's going to be my Huckleberry, right? <laughs> well, then Mike's like, no, I'm going to the fucking coach, dude. I'm like, okay. I'm trying to figure out tactically, like, what's a good amount of time to let Mike beat this guy's ass before <laughs> I pull him off, right? Well, then all of a sudden, one of the kids goes, that's my mom. And we look up at the fucking bleachers and it's mayhem up there, dude. So I'm like, fuck. So we run back up to where we were and I'm like trying to spot where the kids are. I see Steph. She's fucking got the heat on her, but it's not there yet. Right? Say something. Say yeah. something. Say, right? Oh, say what again? Say what? <laughs> it's pinky from fucking. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, okay, fuck. Like what's 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 going on i don't know what caused any of this so steph's yelling at me fucking grab him and this high school kid's like ready to rage and i'm like dude listen like calm down let the let the grown-ups fucking knock out the other grown-ups you know yeah like what, one thing that he, high school it, kid that was in the stands it was a high school kid who was uh playing on our team his oh. mom he saw his mom like getting like grabbed at and shit so we run up there and i'm like hey dude like you're too young to have your fucking life ruined. Like, let yeah. me, let me ruin, ruin my life. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Let me <laughs> ruin know? my so, life. And then I was like, you know what? He's fucking under 18. He's probably just going to get like a slap on the wrist, you know? So I'm like weighing these options. Right. And then I'm like, what happened? What the fuck happened? And then like, we see some people just jet. And so like, like adults. Yeah. Two older people that like are old enough to be like my kids, grandparents, dude. Oh shit. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, what the fuck, dude? What happened? So this kid's mom that he saw from the field, because he was already getting out of his equipment and shit, right? And he comes over to talk to us about, like, what's happening, and he sees his mom. This fucking guy waited until – because it wasn't just me and Mike that left. Uh It was, like, me and Mike and, like, two or three other dads. We all leave. So now all the dads have left. Uh This guy, I don't know if he was a dad or a grandparent for the other team. He waited for us to leave, goes over like 10 seats and fucking grabs this lady like by her fucking collar. She's wearing like a sundress, grabs her by her collar and starts fucking yelling at her and telling her she needs to fucking leave. And so like she like slaps his hand off and gets in his face. Don't you ever fucking touch me. Now all the women are like converging on this guy. And he, like, reaches back like he's going to fucking hit her. And everyone's like, no, 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 no. So they're, like, pulling her away, fucking trying to get at the guy. And the guy's wife goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I have no idea, like, where this is coming from. I'm so sorry. And then by the time, because somebody sees us fucking jetting back up the stairs. By the time we got there, he was fucking gone, dude. Damn, dude. And I was so pissed because I'm like, that motherfucker waited yeah we left he knew what he was doing of course and on the same token i'm like because i asked my wife i go babe if if something like that happened 
and it was just a game. Like we went down to the field to make sure our nephew, my nephew was cool. You know what yeah. I mean? Because if an adult gets up and starts fucking in on these kids, like we're laying waste to everybody. <laughs> I'm right? collecting souls and ankles. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, we fucking turn back around and see this happening. So somebody saw us run back up there and we're like, hey, we got to go. You know, so we're like tensions are high, you know, so I'm making sure the kids are where they need to be. I'm asking Steph what's going on, asking my cousin Asia, making sure everything's cool. Oh, Asia was there. Yeah. Did the ghetto side come out? D oh, dude. Like, I, that's what I tell you. All these women were like swarming on this guy and his wife was like, thou shall not pass. <laughs> and she was super apologetic. Excuse me. She was super apologetic. But I'm, I asked my wife, I go, if something like that happened at like one of Dom's like t-ball games or even at a jiu-jitsu tournament and i grab a woman what how would you think of me as a man after that going from that point forward not like this woman was not mm -hmm. trying to stab you this woman <laughs> didn't have a handful of your hair she didn't take one of our kids she just yelled some things at the field in frustration and he made his way to i said how would you feel about me as a man, if I went out of my way to walk across 10 seats to get to a woman and grab her by her fucking collar. And she's yeah. like, I would be really freaked out and, and weird. Like, and I said, sure. That woman probably gets her ass beat at home. This is probably normal shit. Oh yeah. If they, if they had lost that game, he probably would have kicked his son's ass. Right. Uh huh. So then we leave, right? Because that's the second game they lost. Whatever. I'm still keeping my eye out for these gold helmets, just in case, right? And you see, you see him at the pizza parlor. Yeah, you know when we go in and get our fucking our uh, runner-up shake or whatever. Dude, so wait, hold on. Here's the thing, though. This, this is, this is, this is such an okay. This is an important story because we're learning a lesson here. All right, because what this is, this is classism. Okay, this is a perfect display of classism. So you have yeah. the snotty rich kids yeah. acting a certain way because, and there, there's talent. There's talent involved. Absolutely, with almost Absolutely. always. And, always talent and listen, like I said, because even with our, our team at full strength, they still probably had 10, 15 more kids than we did. So why not rotate those guys out? You have fresh legs all the time. Sure, right. dude, fucking burn the other team out. You know what I mean? But at the same time. The coach was not being responsible for these kids and saying like, hey, guys, like, let's chill. Let's fucking yeah. win with respect and right. move on. Right. Yeah. See, th this is this is the pivotal mistake that the other team made, because um, what you might not know if you're if you're listening, if you, this is your first time listening to the show, welcome <laughs> uh, it. What you you may not know, this is the difference between classism and it's not always this way but i want to say there's a statistic somewhere that would prove this point what poor people lack in money they gain in fucking fighting yeah because you have to you gotta fight for everything dude so if so if so if, if you're foolish enough to believe that because i have money therefore i'm superior even physically yeah now, I'm not going to say that there probably isn't a ringer or two on their side, right? Oh, for sure, yeah. But, like, if we cleared benches, like... Put my money on the on the hood team. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't help you with what my wife will do to you. No. Like, you chose no. to cross the center line, and I can't, you know... It's free game at that point. 
You know what I mean? It's like, so, I don't even need to worry about what my wife's doing. Right. Yeah. Because whatever decision like, like, she oh, made to defend herself is a good decision. Is she okay? <laughs> of course she's fine. She's pounding yeah. some fucking lady with teased hair's mouth yeah. into the grass. Well, because my, my, my wife goes, I wanted to fucking punch that guy. I said, you should have. You, sh you all should have fucking grabbed him and started stomping him out on those fucking bleacher seats, dude. And I said, the issue, the reason why all these fucking kids are acting like that is because none of them have ever been punched in the fucking face. Not they can yell at people, speak to whoever's manager they want, and they get their fucking way because they think that that's enough. And I said, once someone reaches out and touches them a little bit, they'll fucking change their tune. So... Mm -hmm. This is hours later, right? Azure texts me because Bell was a little bit upset by the whole situation. Sure. Right. It's mayhem, dude. Um, so Azure asked me, like, hey, how are the kids? I said, oh, they're good. I said, Dom was, like, looking for a fight. And maybe he's, <laughs> he was chanting, I want to fight. <laughs> to the point where I was like, hey, dude, hey. So... He's like getting on his gi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put his mouth guard in. All right, let's go. <laughs> so I'm like... Uh, we're sitting, we, we went to a, um, like a little barbecue at my brother-in-law's house. Right. So the kids could go all fucking swim and play. I'm sitting there at the pool, but I can get a message from Asia. I open it up. She says one of the moms, one of our moms was, uh, showing the league, um, representative videos of that. The kids from the other team, like punching our players when the refs aren't looking fucking uncalled, uh, slashing fouls. Um, you know, all the bullshit that we saw in two games against these guys. And he's like, yeah, that shit's not cool. I'm going to fucking make sure, like, send me a copy of this. I'd like to see it. We're going to have a discussion with the team and the coach, blah, blah, blah. Well, this mom from the other team fucking sees her talking to this guy, not even saying shit. She runs over and fucking tries to attack this mom. Thankfully, people had gotten in the middle of them. And she's like, see, this is the type of shit that I'm talking about. Like, these fucking parents are crazy, and if they think that we're going to let this shit continue, they're wrong. Uh -huh. They're like, you know, our kids are involved. We don't want to ruin it for them, so we're trying to keep our shit together. And he's like, no, I understand. I'll fucking look into it, and we'll see what happens, you know? So, but these these two, because most of them are from their high school teams, right, on each side. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. And and when the regular season starts, we got to see that team, dude. Oh, dude, dude, you got to let me know. I'm flying out, dude. I'm showing up with a purge mask on. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I had my hooligan shirt on, too. Oh, shit. Oh, I was ready to fucking rock. dude. Hey, you got to tell your nephew, dude. You got to tell your nephew. He's got to cut edges in his helmet. It's just like a hockey yeah, helmet. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if anyone throws a punch at his helmet, it'll fucking bust their knuckles. Bust up their knuckles. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, and he and he's and I'm I'm not just saying this because he's my nephew, but he's by far the most dangerous person on that field. Sure, including the coaches, right? Yeah, and he is. I've jujitsued with him. He's terrifying. Well, dude, not only jujitsu, he did fucking years of striking. He did like that fucking weird Filipino martial art with the sticks, whatever that's called. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, Stick like fighting or whatever. He yeah, whatever, fighting with sticks. That that shit. <laughs> So he's uh, he's a certified badass, and and honestly, when I fight him, like I have to give it my all. It's not a fucking fun sure. time. But he's by far the most composed person out there on the field. He was pulling kids off. He's telling, "Hey, everybody, stand back, let this shit fucking cool out," you know. And and I said, Ethan, what would you do if 
it turned out like the situation is out of control and you got guys jumping on you. He's like, oh, dude, I'm, I'm head kicking people left and right. I'm fucking breaking arms. I'm tearing tendons. And I believe him 100 percent. But he's uh-huh. such a mature kid for his age. Yeah, that it, it was it was amazing to see him being the most dangerous person out there like sure fucking chill you know hooligan shit dude yeah it really is you don't want to see the other side of hooligan shit no because there is a precipice yeah you know talked about yet yeah once you hit that fucking crest dude and you've crossed the line then that's it you know do you like gsp used to say this guy he really crossed the line yeah, but here here's the kicker, dude. So my nephew tells me afterwards, like, yeah, we were walking to the parking lot, and uh, this dad was like high fiving his son and shit from the other team, and he's like, um, "Did you swing on that dude first? And the kid's like, "Yeah," and his dad's like, "Hell yeah, dude!" And I'm like, "That's coward shit, dude." Yeah, like this is it. It wasn't like it was like, all right, fucking, we're squared up. And then you threw the first punch. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're sneaking people that are playing a game, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, you got to tell Ethan, too, he needs to start wrapping his knuckles in foil. <laughs> and he didn't put some tape over it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like in uh, uh, Slapshot. Yeah, Slapshot, dude. The Twins. Classic. I'm trying to listen to the fucking song. <laughs> yeah, dude. So that, that was the story. It was wild. I get um, why you didn't go see... Colin Storm. Imagine what you would have missed, dude. Well, so when you when when Chris finally fucking decided to invite me <laughs> after he right? asked for permission from his yeah, wife. yeah, is exactly, and that that's one of the, <laughs> you know, off the record, that was one of the big bigger reasons why I was like, dude, fuck you, I'm not going. Um, but yeah, dude, it was it, it was Roxanne, the middle okay? of his first game when that whole text exchange was going on. So and he had a whole another game after that. So oh but, man. Yeah. Pretty fucking wild, dude. So has anything come of it yet? No, because this was just yesterday. Mm, this was mm-hmm. all yesterday. So it's still pretty fresh. And that was the the end of the season for that league. So uh, we'll have to wait, I'm sure, probably a week or so before I hear anything new. So Mike and Ezra, hit me up. I want to I wanna schedule. Yeah, right? Fucking let's go. Yeah, dude, I'll give you the schedule. Because this is the first. He, he played last year for um, a rec league and then his high school team. But this was the first uh, season of this summer league that we went. And we went basically to every single game. And, dude, it's a ton of fucking fun to watch. Yeah, lacrosse is a lot of fun. Yeah. Wow, crazy story. Good way to wrap the show, dude. I was, like, on the edge of my seat. Dude, me too. I'm still sweating like, about it, oh, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, my brother is still upset to this day that he didn't go to my cousin's wedding. Yeah. Um, remember that? One of our first episodes. Uh-huh. When I choked that guy out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my, yeah, dad, my dad texts him. He's like on the way. He was like, we got to The Brian got to fight. Choke some guy out. And my brother's like, damn it. Damn it. Why didn't I go? I'm like, oh. God damn it, Jason. God damn it. Next time. Next time. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll have another wedding. We'll get in another fight. Yeah, hell yeah. Didn't start it. Just finished it. You just got to finish it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Let's wrap it here. That's been it for this episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am Big Country. I'm Boy. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Peace.